Are you ever amazed at the strengths of others and wish you had what they had? But you find it difficult to focus on your strengths because it's hard to even identify them. You know that you have strengths and have a vague sense of what they are, but you often see where you're lacking more than anything else. Today we're going to talk about how to identify your strengths, why they're important, and how you can use them as your superpowers to transform your life instead of staying stuck in your weaknesses and shortcomings. I have a feeling you're going to love this and need this episode like we all do, so stay tuned. I'm Kendra Nielsen. Welcome to Fulfillment Therapy, where you will improve your relationship with yourself, your loved ones, and with God. You'll find healing, wellness, crucial mindset shifts, and self-development help. I'm a licensed therapist, personal trainer, and coach. In this podcast, you'll learn the skills and confidence needed to transform your life from merely surviving to living a fulfilling, flourishing life. You can't reach your God-given potential and become who you were meant to become by remaining where you are. If you're ready, we'll create an ignited life you can't wait to wake up to. And yes, it's possible. It's your time to shine, my friend. Welcome back to episode 24, Strengths. Use your superpowers to transform your life. I don't know how many of you have been to counseling before, but some of my clients have expressed that sometimes they feel like it can be a little depressing when they've gone to other counselors and that they even feel worse when their weaknesses are the focus. Well, if you've ever had a counselor or a therapist like that and you don't want that, there's something called strengths-based therapy or even just going to a therapist that focuses on positive psychology, this will help with that. This is a modality I often use in sessions, and you can use some of these same concepts on your own to increase your chance of success. So I'm going to tell you more about that in just a minute. Well, I've worked with a lot of clients that struggle with self-esteem, especially teens and younger women, and truly many of my clients in every demographic struggle with self-esteem. But I'm always a little surprised that some of them can't even name one thing that they like about themselves. And I'm talking like physically or any other characteristic at all. And it just hurts my heart because often these are relatively new clients. And I could name several just by that short interaction with them. And they will tearfully just tell me that they can't think of any. And they justify why it's not if I point anything out. Now, I know that several of you are Latter-day Saints or or a faith-based audience, and if you are, then I think you'll agree that this must make God weep. I often think about that parent-child relationship, and like any parent, when our children can't see their strengths, we almost feel like we failed them somehow, because we see so easily their beauty and the miracle that they are. But why is it so hard to see that in ourselves? When I think of that, I'm reminded of a family member who was going through a lot of major challenges not that long ago, and she tearfully told me how she sometimes just wishes she didn't exist because she doesn't see any good in herself, and she thinks it would just be easier if she didn't. And just thinking back on that just 
makes me so sad. And this also really hurts my heart because she's this beautiful, incredible person with truly remarkable gifts and strengths that she just can't see right now. I've tried to convince her, but I really can't because she needs to do her own healing so that she can see her own beauty again. And maybe not even again, but maybe even for the very first time, really. She needs to find that in herself. And I will always try to help, but only she can do her own healing so that she can see her own beauty again. I tell my clients similar things almost daily because self-esteem, self-worth is a typical topic among my clients. But this episode is not about self-esteem or self-worth. This episode is about strengths and how we can use them to help us. I want to go back to strengths-based therapy for just a second. So what that is about is that clients really focus on their strengths and capacities and how they can use those things to transform their life in positive and effective ways. This is where challenges are seen as opportunities for growth and not as setbacks. And like I mentioned in several other things, it's that for me and not to me approach. Remember the victim cycle. So this involves working with clients to help them help themselves instead of trying to fix the clients. And I can even be careful about this even on these podcasts because it's very simple to get in that fix-it mentality instead of focusing on what is going right. Strengths-based therapy is where we focus on the health and what's going really well rather than what needs to be changed or improved. So you can see how this can be really easy to go back and forth as you're retraining your brain to focus on those things. I've also mentioned this in previous episodes, but this is where we move away from labels and pathologizing, which is again why I like positive psychology. We move towards that positivity and those possibilities. So the big difference here is that we have more of a curiosity and we're exploring more and hopeful instead of closed-minded or rigid or cynical or even pessimistic. Therapists, in this sense, when you're using it in session, they show the clients that they are the experts and not the therapist because they know themselves the best. The answers are found within us if we'll mindfully practice following our intuition. And that's easier said than done. I recognize that. Strengths-based therapy is about exploring what can be instead of why not. It isn't shame-based and it celebrates those strengths that are inherent in each of us. We all have some strengths no matter how hard it might be to find those sometimes. In the show notes, I'll share a few video links that kind of break this down a little bit as well. So there's always resources there, additional trainings and things that I've studied that can help you if you want to learn more about it. Just a few other key points about this. Pay attention to the strengths within you and not the faults. Because you might be thinking, well, why are we talking about therapy? That doesn't really help me. I'm just listening to these episodes for what I can do for myself. That's great. That's actually why I'm telling you about these things. Because you can pay attention to your strengths and not your faults. Most of you probably grew up being told what you were doing wrong. And when you did something right, you often probably didn't get a lot of positive feedback. I think about myself and a parent, and I know these concepts, and yet it's so easy to slip back into that mentality and and tell your kids what they are doing wrong and what to stop instead of noticing the good and pointing that out. Remember from before, what we pay attention to grows, and what we recognize as positive 
grows too. Hopefully that makes sense to you. When we're paying attention to our strengths and our talents that we possess, or even our loved ones, we'll get more of those positive things. Now, maybe you're like me and many of my clients as well, where it's difficult sometimes to identify your strengths, except for maybe a couple key ones. Well, I'm going to give you a free worksheet that can help you identify what they are. So I'm actually going to put this link in the show notes before I just kind of told you where it is. But all you have to do is open up the show notes and you can go ahead and print it from your phone if you have that set up. Another way you can do this is think about those times that you're in flow. And if you remember from previous sessions, flow is where time flies by and you feel so alive and energized. Well, when you're in flow, what strengths are you utilizing in that moment? Sometimes that helps get the wheels turning a little bit to help us understand what our strengths are. For example, I feel very much in flow when I'm researching and writing and doing these podcast episodes because I am acting more as a creator. I am helping other people thrive. I'm helping others find fulfillment and creating those positive ripples. These are all things that I love. And so a strength behind that might be leadership. I actually just pulled up my worksheet that I made other people because I'm like, I don't actually remember all of the ones that I thought before. So I read through it again. And, and some other potential strengths that I might have based on those moments of flow might be ambition or creativity, or maybe I'm inspirational. You know what? I shouldn't even be saying maybe. I know I am. I'm trying to be humble, but that's like a common misconception. We feel like we have to downplay our strengths so that we don't come across as prideful. But as long as you recognize where these sources come from and that that you are using these to help others and giving gratitude and thanks, there's this fine line, yes, but humility is not downplaying your strengths. So anyway, instead of saying maybe, I'm going to confidently say that. I'm ambitious. I'm creative. I'm inspirational. I'm persistent. I'm confident. Those are just a few of those things. If you would like to, go ahead and print out this list and do it yourself. The first part of it just asks you to identify which strengths are your top three to five strengths. And then there's a journal prompt. Actually, I'm not even going to share that with you. I'm going to let you go ahead and print that out and do that on your own to really help you find some more clarity about what your strengths are. There really is nothing more motivating than knowing that we're good at something. So praise others for doing something good and they'll do it again and again. This is not going to get them all puffed up and make them really prideful in this terrible way. When we share genuine compliments, it really helps people begin to believe in themselves. So point out the positive in yourself and others daily. And even ask your kids to share what positives they've noticed in themselves. And then ask, how did that make you feel? I still ask my clients that constantly. I think I ask that daily. And I also ask my kids this, like, how did that make you feel? And you just have a smile on your face and you just like genuinely want to know how that made them feel. It's so interesting to, to have them explain that in their own words and have that confidence increase. You can just really see that in them. And with that increased confidence comes an increase in self-esteem and self-worth, which helps us face new challenges. This is not something that we want to go without, right? This is very important. There's a couple quotes I wanted to share with you. John Wooden said, Do not let what you cannot do interfere with what you can do. 
And the reason I wanted to include this was because if we're just focusing on the things that we can't do, we're getting stuck in the weeds and thinking about our weaknesses and our lack instead of focusing on what we can do, even if it's just that one step. Like in the beginning, there's no way I thought I could have done a podcast with where I was at, but I knew that I could do one step. So I just focused on that one step. If I would have focused on the big picture of not being able to do the whole thing, I wouldn't have done it. And I want you to think of an example for yourself. Like what is that one little thing you can focus on that you can do instead of letting other things interfere with your thoughts on what you cannot do? The second quote says, focus on your strengths instead of your weaknesses, on your powers instead of your problems. And that's by Paul Myers. Again, what you focus on grows. Are you focusing on your superpowers and from where those superpowers came? Like that whole concept of everything has been given to me for my benefit from a loving Heavenly Father and that we can thank Him. What you focus on grows and what you focus on matters. The last quote. This is by Marcus Buckingham. You will excel only by maximizing your strengths, never by fixing your weaknesses. Now, I still am a little conflicted about this because I feel like when you're in a space where you can be more confident, that as long as you go about it the right way, it's okay to acknowledge weaknesses and you don't have to completely avoid those. I think the important thing here is the ratio. How much are you focusing on your lack or what you are not doing. Because again, that's a focus thing. The more that you are thinking of things, the more you're attracting them. The more you're creating a reality. So what kind of reality is it that you're creating? Did you know your mind can't process negatives? I'll show you what I mean. Don't think of a bird. Now what happens when I say that? Well, obviously you think of a bird. (laughs) Your brain really can't process those negatives. So one example of this video I watched that I will link says skiers know that if you focus on the trees, you'll end up hitting a tree because that's the direction that you'll go. So you really have to focus on the path, right? And not get distracted by those trees that are looming. Really just focus on the path. I can totally attest to this because our family learned how to ski this year and I had to tell myself that mantra the whole time. Focus on the path, focus on the path. Because you would just get a little bit sidetracked and you'll totally start veering that way. Another good example of this is with your children if you have kids. I often forget about this concept and I tell my kids things like, don't fight. And then what happens? Well, they think more about fighting and that becomes the focus. Or maybe you say something like, stop teasing or don't make a mess or stop getting distracted whatever it is. I'm sure you have several in your mind that you often say, well, these are negatives, the don't and the stop. It's just the main thing you think about is what follows, like the fighting and the teasing and the mess. And this goes right along with that episode that I taught about that ratio from Gottman, the five to one. How often are we focusing on our strengths and on other strengths versus our weaknesses? So what is your ratio? And just keep that in mind. Whenever I talk about this, one of the things that pops into my mind right away is how few people actually know this and do this. So like those anti-war rallies or those um, things like Mothers Against Drunk Driving, 
You're focusing on war. You're focusing on drunk driving. You're focusing on the negative. I also think about this a lot with my personal training clients that I've had about losing weight. Like, what do you focus on then? You focus on weight. Don't eat that sugar. Again, what do you focus on? Sugar. (laughs) I know that firsthand. That is my Achilles heel. Mostly just those cookies. Man, I love cookies. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) If you focus on obstacles or weaknesses or failures, that's all you're going to see. But if you focus on your strengths, you'll build your strengths even more. So focus on the thing you want to grow. That is how you turn your strengths to superpowers because they will grow even more and you can use these to bless your life and the life of others. The title of this episode today is about how to use your superpowers to transform your life or your strengths. Can you really see that happening? How your superpowers can transform your life? I really would like you to visualize that, whether that's through the worksheets that I give you or any other or any other journaling work that you want to do. Really want you to visualize how you can transform your life. And by the way, that is a type of spiritual creation. So what you visualize, you're spiritually creating, and what you spiritually create, you will often physically create. These are concepts that make sense to us, especially as we read the scriptures and for those of you with a faith background. Because that's true, I often use my spiritual time in the morning to do these things. Like even this exercise in this worksheet, I feel would be very appropriate to pair with your spiritual study because this will also help us grow spiritually. You can even focus on increasing your spiritual strengths and identify what they are and how you can use them to help others. As I have mentioned before, we are going to Costa Rica very soon. And I told my husband recently that we can't get sick before we travel. And after doing this, I'm like, ah, I'm doing it myself. I am focusing on sickness instead of focusing on health. And I'm focusing on potential mishaps instead of focusing on these positive experiences and arriving safely and kind of getting stuck in my head a little bit. Well, we all do it, but we can make that easy shift by reminding ourselves to focus on what we want to attract. So I pray that you will be able to identify your strengths and not just yours, but you'll help your loved ones to identify theirs and remind them to focus on the things that you want to grow so that they can become your superpowers and help create, again, those positive ripples in your life and in the life of others so they can help transform you to become the person that you were meant to be and that you know is within you, even if it is hard to believe sometimes. Your best self, your real self, knows that it's true. You are the daughter of a king or the son of a king, whether you believe it or not. (laughs) You have remarkable strengths within you. Now, maybe it's hard to see today, Maybe just pray for that, that you can have the eyes to see. Maybe you can see things for just a moment like God sees them and that you can see the good that is within you. And if it's too hard to visualize God or to even believe that, then maybe you think about a loved one. Maybe even just ask the universe, however it is that you want to do it. Just close your eyes and take a few deep breaths. 
And just imagine the beauty that is in you. And try to just still those doubts and that hurt and those insecurities that try to swell up within you. And if you need to, start out by thinking about what other people say about you who love you. And build on that. And pray that those things can be magnified and that you will know how to magnify those things. I promise you the answers will come if you take the time to be still and explore what those might be. They were given to you for a purpose and you are going to do incredible things with them. You just need to find the confidence and that will come too and I'll also hit more on that in future episodes but for now build upon your strengths. Don't get stuck in the weeds. Don't I just said don't. That does not help. (laughs) Focus on your strengths and let go of those weaknesses. Those weaknesses naturally resolve as we focus more on building upon what we have already. I know that the things that create the most failure are often when we get discouraged and when we doubt. And that comes when we focus on our lack. So I encourage you this week to let go of your lack, let go of your weaknesses, and simply focus on the beauty that is within you and help others see the beauty within themselves. I would love to hear about your successes. Go ahead and share those on social media or go ahead and post a review and let me hear about them there and I will share them on future episodes. Also, a little disclaimer, I am not currently amazing at social media nor do I ever really want to be (laughs) because I think there's better places to spend my time. But if you don't hear from me right away, I'm going to try to get better and better on social media and I will. I'm trying to get better about responding to things. So if I don't respond, please email me because I often see emails faster than I see comments on social media. Go ahead and email me at fulfillment.therapist at gmail.com. And again, as a reminder, There's only a few weeks left to sign up for Igniting Life for Individuals on August 21st of this year. If you are feeling more and more like you need to have that accountability from someone you trust and you need those professional resources and you need that structure as you move into more stability this fall, then this is the course for you. Do not miss your opportunity to sign up before it's full. And remember, again, you will be guaranteed to get 10 times what you pay. So do not hesitate to invest in yourself. You guys, take care. And I did not forget about those fun viral videos or sharing a review. But I'm going to save that for the next episode. I will see you back here soon. Have an amazing day and best of luck creating your superpowers, my friends. If this podcast has helped you gain the insights and skills needed to propel you towards transformation and joy, the number one way to help me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcast. Like you, I'm striving to become my higher self by helping others thrive. And I do that most effectively if you use your influence and give a review. 
share this episode with a friend or share it on social media and let others know how it has helped you. I would be so very grateful and excited that we're creating positive ripples in so many lives. If you want to connect, you can find me on Fulfillment Therapy on Facebook and Instagram or go to fulfillmenttherapy.org. Thanks for listening and shine boldly and brightly, my friend.